spiritual baddies, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. You're listening to the Embodiment Podcast, where we dig into who you are behind closed doors. And even if you aren't an entrepreneur or on your spiritual journey, but you're looking for something to listen to while you're on the treadmill, or on the road, or just looking for some new knowledge to gain, welcome. I'm your co-host, Ashley Fry, And I'm Manote Series. Okay, so I'm so sorry if there's any extensive background noise. I don't know if you can hear it right now. I actually can't hear nothing. Like, it sounds like you're perfectly in, like, a good Really? Yeah. Okay, I can hear it in my headphones, so. I oh, honestly don't hear anything. All I hear is your voice. Okay, well, that's lovely. That's um, it. And really? you know what? Actually, this is perfect. I just want to quickly say this is perfect for today's topic because, like, it's all about malleability and the fact that you're filming the podcast in an airport right now. Yeah. <laughs> well i i brought my mic and i put it in my suitcase and i was like ready to like do it at home or whatever and then i was about to check my bag and i was like okay no i'm gonna grab it just in case um and throw it in my carry-on so it worked out it worked out perfect it did it did indeed for those of you who don't know ashley is giving or mrs fry should i say don't say mrs miss fry is married you're married to your work to my what to your work true so um miss miss fry is going back to bc for a week and a half to go spend time with her familia and Mm -hmm. she's in the airport right now so you get to see mama you get to see mama fry yes (laughs) and um that is why we are filming today mal and you know it actually makes sense for the topic today because it's all about malleability and being malleable and, and being, also being malleable. Yeah. So, and I want to point out that this topic too, like if you search up what being malleable means, it means easily influenced, easily controlled, easily um, just, yeah, it falls under those kind of umbrellas. Right. But I feel like, being malleable can be used to your advantage right and some people obviously don't understand that they're being malleable right but if you understand where you should be and where it would benefit you and maybe other people around you to be malleable then it is something that you can use to your advantage a hundred percent and i want to really say like i keep on giving this example but like legit this is an example of being malleable because we've been trying to figure out a time to film for like like two days now and we were both because like the see the thing with me and ashley is we have opposite schedules mm-hmm. so because she works late at night i'm asleep by the time she gets home so then she sleeps oh God, in, yeah but i wake up early but i sleep early so then when she has time and the then there's like, some days where i'm awake early but then i'm working from morning to the same time at night yeah so then it literally it's just like we, our schedule is always like our opposite but being malleable is essentially being able to accommodate those things but being like like molding yourself in order to get things done and like yeah. I think both of us have done that like because like today also for me it's been really busy and like we found a time where like hey you know what right now would work perfectly it's like a perfect slot of time she's waiting for the plane i have like some empty time where you know i i i've scheduled it for the podcast it's like being malleable in the sense where you don't necessarily have to have any everything structured out like a week in advance but 
just having those time that time available and the ability being adaptable being right? adaptable. i think i think it all goes hand in hand like learning to compromise i think that's something that is really important when you're an entrepreneur even just like when you have a big family or when you prioritize your friends when you um have a lot of different priorities i think being able to compromise things and being able to um just adapt is a really really important thing and can benefit you and everyone around you right and that kind of reflects on like the whole idea that change is uncomfortable but it's important in being able to grow and being able to learn is if you can't accept small changes whether it be in your schedule or um in your day-to-day life then it's going to be difficult for you to be able to accept changes on a bigger scale and those changes are usually what give you a kickstart or give you uh, or open up opportunities to the next step in whatever you're doing yeah and i'd say like those small little things are adapting in those small little ways compound over time Mm -hmm. it's like as you said, it's it's not about like just, it, it's more so about being able to adapt and learning the habit of adapting that that comes through those small little steps every day of being like, hey, I'm going to adapt here and there, or I'm going to be a little malleable here. I'm going to um, maybe like, I was supposed to get coffee at this time, but a meeting popped up. Okay. So then let's switch it here or like, just mm-hmm. make those decisions that, like on a fast basis. Cause like, again, when you're adaptable, it's better mm. to be faster when you're adaptable because like then it's like you're not wasting more time, but you're yeah. going straight to it. But it's still as long as you are adapting, you yeah. are considered you have a malleable mindset, which I'd say is kind of like a growth mindset. Yeah. And that also that can be or that can be prevalent in like so many different areas of life. Like when we have had conversations of um like going from journaling a lot in one period of time or life and then switching over and having maybe a couple months where you don't have as much time to do that because you're focusing on a lot of other things like I think that's also prevalent in where like learning to be malleable and adaptable and understanding of the balance or counterbalance in those priorities like that becomes a really important thing whether it's journaling, the gym, um, like reading, anything like that. Like for me right now, I'm in a period of my life where I don't have as much time to access the gym and it might be affecting me in certain ways, but I'm also getting a head start in other areas that are important to me, right? And I know that that's a habit or a priority that is always going to be in my head at the back of my mind. Like it's never something I'm going to lose grip on right so i'm letting myself be malleable and letting myself being adaptable towards what i actually really need to focus on right now because i know that that's always going to be there exactly and and the thing with that is you also know the universe has your back right like everything that's happening in your life is happening for a reason like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and even like even like i know because i know you are very much a gym person like you love going to the gym you love so yeah I think a lot of a lot of people are nowadays, right? And it becomes, and that's something that becomes an anxiety driver for some people. 
And I've experienced that. I still experience it sometimes, but I'm like, you know what? Hey, like, I can't do that right now. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just being malleable, right? It's like, even like knowing those things, like knowing I can't go today. Like sometimes for me specifically, I can't go to the gym because either I'm busy or, or like, I don't have the car or something like some issue like that. And I'm just like, you know what? It's not the end of the world. If I miss a day at the gym, like, yeah. I, I, I at least like I acknowledge it okay but like what's the good thing okay, at least now I, I'm able to sit with my family I'm able to like do more work I'm able to do whatever you know like xyz that I couldn't have done yeah. today or something you know like it's not about looking, it's just changing the narrative again but like making it so that it's not a detriment to you but instead like yeah it's- exactly exactly and it, like that's like that counterbalance right like yeah understanding that you can't always do everything at once right and there's um there's this acronym called like uda which is it's like i, I love it because it just it's easy but it's like a good way of looking at the sense or it's a good way of looking at how to look at situations when you are trying to be adaptable mm-hmm. very quickly yeah. because it literally means observe orient decide and act yeah. And like it's kind of self-explanatory, but like essentially in any situation, right, you're gonna start by observing around you and you're like, hey, what's happening around me? Then after yeah. you know what's happening and you you know your brain's oh. like, hey, man, oh, this XYZ is happening around you, then you'd be like, Hey, how am I gonna orient myself? Like, how am I gonna how am I gonna situate my stance? Right? Like, am I going to go towards the person? Like, say someone's like stealing someone's purse, like, am I gonna run towards them and yeah. ha- like like chase them? Or am I going to back up? Do they have a knife? Right? Like that's all part of like the decision process. But then after that, yeah. it's deciding. It's like quickly, okay, and then decide. Am I going towards them or away from them? Okay, I'm going away from them. Cool. And then act. Run. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like that's kind of just an example. But like it makes it really quick because then it's just like, okay, absorb, orient, decide, act. Done. Yeah. No, and I think that's, I think that's really important too because when I was – I like sitting down thinking about like this topic specifically um and like looking at what it says online again like it has like a negative narrative for it but if you are gonna be in a room with someone you view as a mentor what are you gonna do in that situation are you going to like go and talk your head off no you're gonna sit there and you're gonna listen you're gonna try and absorb as much as you can and so thinking about what you're gonna and how you're going to approach that beforehand is really, really important. And I didn't say this is going off topic, but like the highest performing people have good listening skills. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that just because when you listen to other people as humans, part of who we are as humans is we are very social and mm-hmm. people appreciate when you listen to them and actually understand them. And that's why some of the, the world's biggest billionaires are great listeners because they listen to other people's yeah. and they try to help solve them. And like, to your point, being adaptable is literally that, like, even in terms of a startup, right? If mm-hmm. you're talking to a customer and they tell you something and they're like, Oh, we don't like this. Or like, this is something like my, my issue is this. And you as a founder are sitting there and you're like, Oh, okay, cool. We'll have fun with that. We're going to continue going where we're going. Like mm-hmm. that's not being adaptable. And that's literally how you're going to fail. Like you need to listen to your customers and be adaptable. Like that's yeah. really the name of the game, right? So like, it's like, no wonder most of the world's 
I'm pretty sure all of the world's billionaires are great listeners or they mm-hmm. have someone, their right hand person who's an amazing listener, who, you know, but like you get yeah. the Yeah. Well, in that, like, I can even see like those adaptability changes happen directly, like in my mother's business, for example, right? Like she's got a very conservative way of thinking. She likes things done by the book. But with the way that social media is taking everything, she's had to sit back and look at the trajectory of the most successful people in her sector and see what they're doing and actually like look at that and take the advice that people are giving. And, you know, like she, I FaceTimed her, I think it was yesterday and she was at an open house. And what did she like? she was dressed up in her suit she had her little mic on because her videographer was coming to record stuff like that's a really big step for her and so i think like the more that you realize that these things are happening right in front of you and that you can use them to your advantage as long as you actually pay attention um it's a it's gonna send you on a different trajectory yes Yes, absolutely. And your mom does it so well too. Like she does it. Your mom does it in a way where it's like you don't even notice she's doing it. She does. It's like obviously it's something hard for her because well, she, she did it for a while. She did it for a while, and that's why that's why I pointed out is because I actually like can see her yeah. become more adaptable. And like obviously, your mom's your mom is a very adaptable person. Like even through her entire journey, but like especially when it comes to social media and that kind of stuff. Even when. Yeah building out the website and that kind of stuff like me telling her like okay we need to be video focused we need to be she was like yep let's do it i agree and i'm like okay she's she's on it she's on the ball let's get this rolling it was like it worked out in the end because she was adaptable to the change yeah 100 percent. and um i have this quote in here um that i that i kind of or this this analogy that i put in here that I, i thought was like really powerful because everyone can relate to it but it's um trees that bend with the wind often outlast those that resist it Mm -hmm. like it's a very deep quote but like if you think about a tree right sure trees can break and bend and twist and whatever with the wind but most trees don't break when a little wind hits them right they they just move with it they flow with the wind dance with the wind in the wind whatever yeah. They're adapting to their environment so they can survive. Otherwise, if they didn't, they would crack in half. Yeah. So it's like, and that's not to say that like winds can't do that themselves, but like in this sense where it's like a tree is better suited flowing in the wind than stopping the wind. And mm-hmm. it's the same with buildings too, right? Like the if you talk to architects. They will say like gigantic skyscrapers still move with the wind. Like when the wind hits them, they are still like moving side to side, but like at a very slow pace. Mm-hmm. If they didn't move with the wind, then the structural integrity would not be proper. Like it wouldn't be proper because then it would. It wouldn't be as strong as it. It wouldn't be as strong. Be, yeah, exactly. Right. So even if it moves with the wind, doesn't mean it's less strong. It means it's adapting to its environment. So it's yeah. strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something I, I thought of. I I like that analogy and I was like, that's a no, good I, I agree. And I think it's good to put it into like physical perspective rather than just like human nature too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like real nature. 
<laughs> oh my god have you heard okay this is getting a little off topic before i go on this tangent do you want to is there anything else you wanted to say no go ahead okay go ahead. have you heard about the aliens okay um the aliens coming to earth and the congress hearings and like all this alien stuff going on like mo- like most recently well yeah yeah okay there's a bunch of i don't know a lot of information but i have heard about it yes okay on my tiktok and on my social medias they're being bombarded with people saying that by 2027 the aliens are going to reveal themselves and the world is going to change and blah blah blah. that if that is true that is a huge point of adaptability because everyone's gonna have to adapt to that right so like that's well that's that's like shock factor too right for a lot of people well that's what they're saying they're trying to slowly like start releasing these tapes that the government has collected on aliens so then people start getting accustomed to them before mm-hmm. they get like announced that they're actually a real thing um but like i was thinking about that like when you were talking and i was like in terms of just adaptability as humans that's going to be one of the pivotal factors of like holy shit like that's going to be one of the biggest adaptable adaptability things in the world like imagine the entire world realizing aliens are or being told aliens are real if they are um like how are people going to react? How are they going to adapt to it? What's going to change in life? Like it's how are people's process going to change? There's so many factors that contribute to that. And it's like listening, just hearing all the news. Um, and obviously news is not the most trustworthy source. So take everything with a grain of salt, but um, it's just interesting to think about. I think though, with a topic like that, it's been so naturally thrown into so many different areas like movies tv shows um school you talk about them you know what i mean i feel like that's a topic that it's gonna be like a big like people are gonna panic people are gonna be scared people are gonna be like what the fuck because it's always been kind of just like um a rumor or you know what i mean like you hear people talk about it and their experiences with it and some people think they're crazy but i think it'll be something that like as a whole it will be a little bit shocking how adaptable everyone will actually be to it well how do you think it's gonna go do you think that um I can't, I don't, I honest, I don't think I could predict it because there's still information that we don't know anything about. You know what I mean? Like, we know exactly. that they're... I just want to know your your full opinion without without you knowing, because I know you're not, you you don't, obviously aren't on the side of TikTok that I'm on with the conspiracy theories and all that stuff. But Honestly, I haven't been on TikTok a lot recently. You know what? That's, that is very fair. Um, it's just, some I go through phases and one, like the phase I'm in right now is definitely not a TikTok phase. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't know a lot about it. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I do think people are going to panic, but I think in general, I think it's just going to happen in front of our eyes and people aren't going to be able to do anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I think definitely people are going to have a freak out, just like you said. Um, And obviously we don't know enough to do it but like i i just i don't know that was a random thing that just popped in my head and i was like i need to talk about it because it's kind of related yeah. it is related to a well, and i think i think the people who pay attention to the media the most i think those are going to be the people that freak out the most right like think about the beginning of covid think about the panic and fear that so many people went into those were definitely the people following the news following the statistics following all of that right 
I also feel like not even just the news, like the news is a horrible thing. Okay, sorry, I won't say that. The news is a horrible thing if you have an excess of it, right? In moderation, everything is good. Like well, it's, it's good to stay it's, adapted yeah. and know what's going on. But once you sit there listening to the news every single day, that's when it becomes an issue. Just well, because you're listening to this, you're listening to stories on repeat. You're listening to them uh, get worse. Like the severity of them incline, and when you're putting that much energy towards one thing, it's going to become the center of your life, right? So if you're watching that every morning and that's your morning routine, what is that doing? That's inducing a little bit of fear into you every morning. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing to check up on it every once in a while. But like, for example, my grandpa, he plays the news while he's sleeping. He wakes up, he watches it at 6 a.m. Like a lot of what he talks about when I go and see him are the stories that he hears on there, um, like updating me on things, whatever. But he has a very specific way of thinking based on that, right? And he has a very specific perspective on things because of that. And I can tell you right now, I am, I I watch news sometimes only when I'm home because it's always playing. But like, mm-hmm. I barely watch the news in general and pay attention to it. My parents just, we we never played it in my house. Good. My dad, my dad never let us have the news on. Good, because it, it just sparks fear in you. Like literally all of yeah. those fear in you. And like stupidness, like on the news, it was all <laughs> that, that that you know Justin Uh-oh. Trudeau's wife, Sophie. They got divorced, apparently. Yeah, they're getting divorced. Okay. I was like, okay, they got the okay, like cool. That's a that is a big thing though for like an acting active president or sorry prime minister to be going through like a divorce. Like that is a pretty big thing. Well, see, for for anyone to go through a divorce is a big thing. I mean, especially when they're they're running a country. But like, also, that kind of also just shows something else that I'm not going to get into. Um, but. No, but it's very much like if you can't. A lot of people are viewing it as like if you can't withhold your marriage and sustain your marriage, how are you going to be able to sustain a whole country? See, that's how a lot of people are viewing it. I don't even know why they got divorced though. All I heard was they were getting divorced for some reason. Um, but I Yeah, look- because he he's trying to keep it private. But mm. yeah. But that's why it stirred up so much, and that's why so many people are reactive towards it, is because like the point of if you can't sustain your own marriage with one person with your family, then how are you gonna lead, let alone sustain a whole country? Well, I mean, we can't say shit because we elected him for another term. Mm-hmm. As a collective Canada elected him again. I, I, um, I do have to run now as I need to go on my plane. I need to yes. run up in the sky. On her way to BC. I know. I'm so excited. I'm actually excited. I'm excited to see mountains again. To see what? Mountains. Oh, mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Not the farmland of Ontario. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, toodles. Toodaloo. Have a safe flight. Um, Let me know when you get back. And thank you. We'll be waiting for you in Toronto. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. We love you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can write to us at embodimentpod at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a DM, it's at embodiment.pod. Or if you'd like to follow us or message us personally on Instagram, it's at Series and at ashley.fry. I'm Ashley. And I'm Mano. And you've been listening to Embodiment, who you are behind closed doors. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful day, babies. And I am so grateful for you.